0: Well, hello, and welcome back to another scary episode Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth, and I got some skilly, skilly, skilly stuff for you today, boys and girls. Hoo-ah! So, get ready to be scared. All right, ma'am how is everybody today sorry i'm running late hope you're having a great saturday just been a busy week getting the kids back uh we're getting them ready for back in the school stuff they ain't starting school yet they got another two weeks i think a week or two so yeah next week's meet the teacher so yeah it's been pretty hectic around the old booth house this week but sorry i'm late and just want to say thanks The numbers are still uh, getting bigger and membership's growing, so thank you very much. And like I said, uh, just want to send a shout out to Germany, to Hess, Germany. They listen to every one of my podcasts, and I want to say thank you for that. Okay, well, without further ado, let's get in. Now, this uh, week's going to be probably short, probably a 30-minute show, if that but I'm going to hit it hard that's uh, week and get some good good old road stories for you again. So, with that being said, you know the routine. Go get you a nice warm blinky. Get you a cup of coffee or some hot cocoa. Or whatever you like to drink. Poke the fire a little bit. Get nice and comfortable. Because... You're about to hear some scary stuff. Ha <laughs> Alright, our first story is Old Foamy Road in Cleburne, Texas. Quite a few strange things seem to happen along Old Foamy Road, just south of Cleburne, Texas, 174. I don't know what that Texas 174 means. Two years ago, inmates in a uh, work crew from the Johnson County Jail claimed to have spotted an alligator in the Buffalo Creek near the roads. Low-water bridges where the creek flows and used to uh, foam. This claim, however, followed reports of actual capture of gators by three teenage boys fishing along the creek. Real or uh, superstitious, the claims of gators aren't the only uh, oddities in the in, on the road in, in the creek. Ball accounts where old foamy crosses the creek used to get well foamy. Local historians speculate the uh, namesake foam or suds were probably caused caused by some downstream water, uh, wastewater, said uh, Richard Dickerson of the uh, Johnson County Historical Society. It says here, that's how the road got its name. There were tremendous amounts of foam. Foam seems to have dissipated these days, at least on a clear, warm October morning. On a on a on another note just last winter, a gruesome gash of cache of bones from dead from the from dead abandoned pets alarmed two women trying to save a couple of stray dogs <coughs> excuse me along the creek when the bones were discovered, law enforcement. Officials said animals alive and dead seem to get frequently and allegedly dumped in the abandoned trees and brush that cover the shoulders of the road up to about where the bridge crosses the creek. Then there are the long list of crashes, some fatal along its narrow road and tells of drivers getting caught in floodwaters trying to make it across the low water crossing. But few tales, but few tales about the weird happenings on the road seem to stir up more curiously alarm and incriminate and incriminations than stories of the Goat Man, a mysteri- a mysterious being, said to haunt the bridge over the creek. Stay, stay long enough and the goat man will throw bones and food at the car. While you're stuck inside cranking the starter, Luriter Longer and the uh, creature will leap on the car and scratch it up. Throwing the car into reverse immediately seems to be the only evade, only way to evade the thing. Legends of the goat man seem about in Texas. Just north of Johnson County, Lake Worth Monster stalks the uh, West Fork of Trinity River. <clears throat> First sightings in 1969, the half-man, half-goat monster is rumored to be horned, clawed, and have scales. On July 9th of, the, of that year, it reportedly leaped from a tree onto the hood of a car in which three and oh, yeah, three couples were sitting and tried to grab one of the women before the group drove him off. The incident, according to the newspaper reporters, sparked a uh, flurry of monster huntings in Tarrant County. Not to outdo riv- uh, rival city Dallas. Has has its own goat man. According to the book Weird Texas, a com, a com combination of Texas oddities and legends stalking it st- stalking the suburb landscape of northeast Dallas. The horned and goat hoofed seven foot tall goat man of White Rock Lake apparently drives people away from the lake by throwing trash or even tires at them. Now that would be some effed up stuff. You're sitting there chilling out, it's a nice cool night, enjoying a fire by the lake, you're camping out, and a freaking tire just comes flying at you. Yeah, that'd scare the shit out of me. Those living in Bell County claim to know the Goatman is out and about by its... So reek means that basically they're saying it stinks when it's nearby, according to creature featuring in the Temple Daily telegram. For those with a literally been Texas novelist, Joe Lansdale uses a goat uses a goat man as a Boo Radley sort of figure in its southern gothic depression era crime novel the bottoms set in uh, east texas a recent drive along the old old foamy road on a clear mid-morning in october unveiled no trace of the goat man there was no foam on the creek either commentators on the uh, cleveland past and present facebook page note a po- uh, possibility, possibility for the disappearance of the foam when did the foam stop flowing? Command, uh, one guy, or that's one guy asked, and they said the, uh, foam stopped f- flowing when the, uh, goat man quit taking his baths in there. That's pretty ridiculous. But if you're ever down that, uh, stretch of road in Cleveland, Texas, go look for the goat man. Or go look for some of these, um, Spooky places, uh, that I was talking about. All right. Let's do a little commercial, and I'll be right back. You ever look up at the sky at night? And look at the stars and wonder, are we the only ones really out
1: here? Have you ever wondered how much our government hides from us? Have you ever wondered, why
0: so many mysteries go unsolved? What really happens? What's the clues? What's the evidence?
1: Ever wonder if Bigfoot or Mothman is real?
0: Then if so, come listen to this podcast called
1: What's Really, really, out, really there. out There? And I am your host, Stephanie Booth. And, and I am my your father.
0: co-host, Stephen Booth Hafaja. And if you're into UFOs,
1: Unsolved murders,
0: mysteries, uh, unexplained stuff that happened, urban legends. We're into all of that. Conspiracy stuff, too. We go dive into that. So if you're looking for a new podcast that tells that kind of stuff, then you need to listen to What's what's Really really Out there? There. And we are on Spotify and iHeart and Pandora, I think, but we are pretty much on every platform. Mm -hmm. We have a YouTube channel, channel, so go check that out. It's called What's Really Out There. So come check us out. Once again, I'm your co-host, Stephen Booth.
1: And I'm your host, Stephanie Booth, and this is What's What's Really Really Out
0: There? There. We'll see you at the next episode, guys. well welcome back now these next three are pretty short so let's get into them the first one we're going to talk about is north 2440 road custer county oklahoma a lady named mrs james is said to haunt this road many years ago mrs james and her baby were killed and their bodies were found near this road her restless spirit roams the streets and banks of nearby deer creek on north 2 or on north 2440 road calling for help baby uh, calling for her baby daughter other stories claim that if you stand beneath the bridge crossing the creek and listen closely You might hear a rattle of a wagon wheels rolling around above you. The two were believed to be kidnapped in a wagon before they were killed. Strange lights have also been seen on the road too. So if you're ever around that place, uh, let me know about it. Tell me what you think. Okay, and our next story is about Easton Place. P, uh, PL Tulsa, Oklahoma. Near Admiral Twin Drive and Theater at East at East Easton Place in Tulsa, between the hours of two AM and four AM, the spirit of a little boy who has been seen running barefoot down the street, according to legend, sometimes can't you or sometimes you can hear him scream. Or sometimes you can see him. No one knows for sure, but the legend is this little boy was uh, crossing a road or something. There's balling out in the street, something like that. And um, got ran over and he haunts the streets still to this day. So if you're ever on that road, you might see a little boy running barefoot down the street. Or... You might hear hear him screaming. <laughs> All right, let's get our next story. Our next story is Wichita Street in Houston, Texas. Former landowner Charles uh, Fundow is said to haunt and haunt and walk up and down Wichita Street where his house still stands to this day. Houston locals have whispered about seeing the dead VA nurse crawling up the uh, up the side of the homes on the street. However, a few nearby residents have recently came forward claiming the spirit that haunts Wichita is actually a demon. Excuse me. Excuse me again. Each claimed that after seeing the entity after I mean, after seeing the entity, every clock on their house stops working at approximately 3 a.m every single night. Each is bought, each has bought new clocks, but to no avail, that don't work. So if you're ever around Wichita Street or you live in Houston and know about this place, tell me about it. I sure would like to hear about it, ma'am. All right, all right, here is our next story trans Trans Mountain Road in El Paso, Texas. Now this isn't me telling this story. this is the story of someone else. I distinctly remember the first time I heard about the go the ghost monk of Trans Mountain Road. Which is state highway three seventy five I was in the fourth grade. It was Halloween, and my really cool teacher had had came to school that day, dressed up as the grim reaper, and toting a cinch fill or a satchel filled with spooky materials to read to us in honor of the day she even she even turned most of the lights out and read to us in the uh, eerie dark of the classroom. It was quite memorable. She told us she told us many creepy tales that day. But the one but the one about the monk was the one that made the most of an impression on me. She started out by reading an old newspaper piece about a man who had a car accident while driving down Trans Mountain road or mountain road. Late one night, the man survived the wreck. He claimed it was caused when he had swerved to avoid a strange figure, which had suddenly stepped into the path of his headlights. A figure that looked remark- remarkably like an, emb- oh, an ambling, old monk. Leading a donkey by a rope, he even stated that it seemed like the uh, phantom figure had paused and looked right into his eyes as a moment before he swerved. Of course, official, of course, official word was that the man had been overtired, or he was tired, and hallucinated and was uh, falling asleep at the wheel, and imagined seeing the monk. But the odd thing was, he he had not been the first to witness the spiritual monk wandering the lonely bends of the uh, Trans Mountain Road late at night, and he would not be the last. Over many years, the legend of the ghost monk haunting the twisting and isolated mountainous road has been well known in in its area. Countless people have claimed to have seen him, and it's not unusual for some trans mountain late night car accidents to be attributed to the uh, phenomenon, to the uh, phantom's ap- uh, appearance. Describing note a haggard and grizzled old man dressed in a rough. Monk's robe, sashayed with a worn rope. Sometimes he has seen; he is seen leading a donkey. Sometimes not. He is rumored to haunt the road in the dead of night, either standing or walking on the road's edge, or something walking directly across the road itself. When I was a teenager, we spent many of the spooky nights traveling the eerie darkness up and down Trans Mountain half hoping and half dreading a glimpse of him we never did encounter him but heard of many others who said they did you should come by you should come by the town of El Paso and check out Trans Mountain Road it always has been said that the road is severely haunted and because of this, it's very dangerous. There are dozens of accidents on the road every year. In fact, one of my childhood friends was in a major accident on the road while traveling with her mother years ago. She still swears that it all happened because they saw the famous ghost that walks out that walks along the road, a man dressed in a monk's outfit, accompanied by a donkey. Many, many people say that the uh, distraction of seeing the uh, specter is what leads them to crash their cars. Hmm, very interesting. What do you think? (laughs) All right, we got one more story left. I'm going to take a quick break get a drink of water, and we'll be right back.
1: Well, how's everybody doing today? It's your good old friend Uncle Dickie from Borderline Texas Trash, the most popular podcast in the world today. It's climbing up the charts faster than freaking slime on a spine, baby. Well, if you're wondering, what the hell is Borderline Texas Trash about? And who is it, son, bitch, Uncle Boo? Well, Uncle Boo is the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. We gonna get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens. I'm coming in on white lightning, baby, on a silver saddle to bring you the best of borderline Texas trash, baby. I'm your host of the show, Uncle Boo. We go over everything. We do a little bit of politics at the end, but not much. I don't step into that bullshit a whole lot. But we have fun. I go over stupid world news of the day, talk about uh, stuff from the past, what the cost of living or stuff was like that. And we just talk about all sorts of fucking fun facts. Do a little joking around. And my niece joins the show sometimes. We do a little segment called Ash Handy's Garage on Friday nights, baby. That's our live show we do sometimes. And then I got the uncle that I talked to down in uh, Boothville, Louisiana. And he calls sometimes. we have a little show called Uncle Dickie's Kona. So you guys come check out Texas Borderline borderline texas trash baby i know you will love it we are on every platform you can think of spotify stitcher pandora iheart uh i mean we're on everything we're even on podbean man we even got our own youtube channel we even got instagram account and we got our facebook account so go check us out man and come listen to the show You'll get to listen to Ash Handy, Uncle Boo, Uncle Dickie, and all the most recognizable voices in this motherfucking podcast in the world today, babies. Because we we will get funky like a monkey, I guarantee it. Let's just say, baby, I've wine and dined with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, ate pork and beans, baby. But I am your host of the show, Uncle Boo, Borderline Texas Trash. Don't forget about it. If you want to listen to a show to just get your mind off this crazy world and all the COVID and politics bullshit, <laughs> uh, come check my show out Come check me and my crazy family out Some of the shit we do We do live uh, shows from the barbecue So I'll see you later Bye
0: Alright Our last story Is Lindsay Hollow Road In Waco, Texas Waco, like our communities has a list of places said to be haunted, and a handful of ghost stories. And at least one of them has its roots. In fact, the legend of Lindsay Hollow Road is the story of a is the story of two brothers known known cattle thieves who were said to have stolen horses. From what I've heard, this is an actual true story. Waco historian the late uh, Roger gonjer in its book Legends of McLean County, wrote, Legends of McLean County area have developed from some fact combined with much vivid fiction. And while many local legends mirror those from other places, There are a few stories that are very uh, authentic to this area. There's no specific date attached to the crime or deaths of the brothers, other than sometime in the 1870s or 1880s. But legend says a group of men set out to track track the thieves down and soon found them along the dirt road that is now Lindsay Hollow Road. After a particular server season of horse stealing, and cattle rustling, the man of the bossy Quaville community made up a party and set up the trail. And, and Set up the trail of some suspected thieves. Two brothers by the name of Lindsay were soon discovered driving stolen cattle into a safe hiding place. The pursuing party headed them off, and in the ensuing scrimmage, one of the brothers was killed, and the other was captured. As the story goes, many in the band, uh, band of men wanted to kill the other uh, bandit, but reason, but reason prevailed, and the group started toward uh, toward Waco in the jail just as the party entered hollow one man slipped behind the rest of the slipped behind the slipped behind the rest and shot Lindsay in the back of the head the first brother was buried where he fell but the second was uh, left lying dead on the road a few days later one of the men from uh, boskeyville returned to the place where the uh, second man died, dragged him off of the roadway, and buried him in a shallow grave, according to the writer. Years later, travelers and folks who lived in the area began reporting a strange sighting of ghostly cowboys, threatening them as they traveled the road, sometimes hanging from the branches of an oak tree. It is said that the spirit of Lindsay unable to rest in the narrow grave, wanders restlessly up and down Hollow, which today bears the name Lindsay Hollow Road. Intensive study of the Waco area newspaper from the uh, Time reveals that the horse thieves in Waco and throughout McLean County were routinely unacqu- un- unacquitted by lawmen and land and livestock owners and eventual anthes and many times the uh, encounter ended deadly. Basically what they're saying is these uh, groups in these towns would get tired of their uh, cattle being stolen so they would form these uh these um. parties together and take the law into their own hands and go find the guys that stole their stuff and nine times out of ten they either hung them right there on the spot or excuse me ended up in a shootout and they died so right, let's talk about the legend may have factual roots Waco has Waco was a wild place back then so there is no uh, reason why that's Could't be true, Lindsay Hollow Road, which runs west of Cameron Park between Herring Avenue on the south and Baker Lane on the north, today is uh, is prime old Waco real estate, and many of the houses that face it will were built by prominent early community leaders. Sorry, I went little leaders. It's a beautiful area. All right, where am I at? Okay, we talked about him and Lindsay going up and down the roads. So apparently, uh, this these uh, ghost cowboys that were bandits, um, like to, uh, you know. Still haunt the place. Go up and down the road. And I guess when someone... Like I've always said, when you sometimes die like that in a tragic death, you, uh, you're you really kind of uh, upset, I guess. And you never really... Your your spirit's just stuck here. And you're like roaming wherever you died. Because, you know, it was such a shocking death, whether you was a bad guy or a good guy. I have kind of noticed that when... uh People have unexpected deaths like that. It's just, and too, you know, he wasn't buried. So he was shot and just kept, stayed there on the road. So, yeah. But I hope you enjoy these stories today. So go check Hollow Road out. Tell me if you see any uh, ghostly lights or old cowboys down that road. I sure would like to know. But I'm sorry that some was so short, guys. But next week, it will be longer and better. Hope this one didn't suck too bad. Remember, go to my YouTube channel, Ghost Stories Told From The South, on YouTube. Check it out. Got some good uh, stuff up there. The that's growing real good. I uh, love it, guys. I appreciate it. Um, you can uh, get this. You can go to uh, Facebook too. Go to Ghost Stories Told From The South. Check out the uh, page there. Uh, if you got a scary story, send it to my DMs there. And uh my email is uh, all lowercase, ghost stories told from the south. It's all together, no space. Ghost Stories Told from the South uh at gmail.com. So and if like it's uh it's podcast, it's on every big platform. It's on uh Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, Amazon, Google, uh Play, all that stuff. And I hear, for those of y'all who listen to this show on Stitcher, I hear at the end of August, Stitcher is going to go out of business. So they're shutting down. So I don't know where you listen to me, but if it's on Stitcher, you're going to have to find another platform. But which shouldn't be hard, like I said, because we got stuff everywhere. So It'll be awesome, guys, but I'm glad you came to enjoy the scary stories today. Sorry I'm running late. But you guys be good, man. Be scary. And uh, we'll talk to you next time, guys. This is uh, Stephen LeBooth signing off. wah <laughs>